On the 7th of March 2018, Georgina Garcella left her home in Worthing and vanished without trace. Every single case I've ever had where I've had success historically is there's been a parent or someone who hasn't allowed the police to forget it, hasn't allowed the public to forget it. We stop at absolutely nothing. We're not scared. We are not scared. A mother's journey to uncover the truth. I want answers. I want to find out what happened. And I won't stop until I do. Murdered, missing, unsolved. This search for Georgina. Episode 6, The Doppelganger. You've just heard a knock on the door. And you've gone down and you've got a package there. Explain what that is. Um, We were trying to... um, get hold of the jacket that Georgina was wearing on the day. It's a River Island jacket with a quite a wide fur fur collar. So this is the coat here. This is the coat from River Island. Yes. Okay, yeah. do you want to open it up and describe it as you open it up? What size was Georgina? It was you know, probably an eight. Yeah. I would say hers was an eight. Um, Georgina was a little bit fluctuated with her size because she got bulimia. But um, this coat, this is Georgina, you know, like this coat sort of, um, sort of represents Georgina, really. Um, she loved the coat. Yeah. She loved it, yeah. So it kind of represents a bit of her big character as well as the sensitive side because she yeah. was kind of, she's obviously the sensitive, she's bulimia, she was shy, then she had issues, but she still liked her, her public face was well, one of, you know, big character confidence. I feel quite emotional looking at that, actually. That's made me feel sad. Here are her kids in the background there, and of course you're holding the coat that most people remember from the last images of... Georgina on CCTV. The purpose of getting the coat is that's the first step in a reconstruction, which with your help and working together, I think we can put together a a good reconstruction. We've got the jacket, we'll get an actress and we'll try and build up a picture and we'll um, try and help tell that story or maybe provoke and encourage some member of the public to come forward. At our very first meeting, Georgina's mom, Andrea, brought up the prospect of filming a reconstruction of Georgina's last known movement. Andrea had asked the police to do it, and they refused, even suggesting to let them know how she gets on with making it. So today, I'm in Worthing. We have the clothing. We've got two actresses, Donya Durande and Ebony Brown, play the parts of Georgina. And the unknown woman, seen with Georgina, in the town centre on the day of a disappearance. What follows is a behind-the-scenes record of the process of filming this reconstruction with wind, rain, buses and cats doing their very best to play havoc with the microphones. So basically, when we're doing the reconstruction, part of the problem is the colour matching the CCTV that is there and matching that with the clothes we we knew she had. And let's just knock this down. So jacket... We got it from River Island. Mm, yeah, that was from River Island. That's uh, the exact one. Big up, big thank you to River Island. Yeah. The jeans, they're actually her real jeans that she was wearing, so they're the best colour match. Mm. Her shoes, again... Pretty close, Yeah, as close say. as we could get, really, Yeah, to what they were. What they were, so similar close. I mean, nobody watching is going that forensic. But I suppose one of the key things, and we need a, a white scarf, and we've got the plastic bag. Now, just before we commence this, there's one thing which we're not going to do. 
We're not going to do what Sussex Police did, which is give the impression early doors that you were, Donya, you were, as Georgina, going to leave the house here and pack as if you were leaving forever. How did they give that impression that she was leaving forever? Well, they said Georgina ha- um, was last seen with all her belongings in, in bags. And then I asked Sussex Police to change it. I said, it's misleading. She did not have carrier bags of clothes or anything um she had she had two carrier bags but i think one was practically empty it had the two mobile phones in it because she was in that room sitting on the floor and she put them in there when i was still here did the police ever amend that as far as i'm aware they they said they did i think it took quite a while to change it but then it kept popping up on different sort of um stories um, the same the same thing. I can't see how the police can make this actuarial assessment that will move it from A to B. Right, can we um, dress Donya with a white scarf and let her into her bags and let's get filming before the rain comes in and the cat harasses you any further there. And action! So we're just doing the downstairs shots and getting Donya to exit the house as Georgina did 21 months ago. It's not that complicated, just building a filmic sequence. And uh, hopefully it will encourage others. Here she is coming out of the house. She really is quite a doppelganger. And she is carrying a grey bag, orange Sainsbury's. That's fine, Danya. Orange Sainsbury's bag, a white bag, and she's got the coats. And there she is, March 7th, 21 months ago. Georgina left the house and effectively never returned, leaving two children behind her mother, her sisters, her dad, and her entire world. Our job today is to recreate it. It's a blustery day. We're fighting against the wind. And how was that, Donya? Okay, one more time. It was a striking resemblance when you saw Donya next to the painting uh, commissioned by missing people, which now bestrides the mantelpiece. And quite a striking photograph. Quite unbelievable. As a twin myself, who is not identical, um, I find it very odd. Right, okay, we need an exterior from across here. All right, so Donya, this is your first time downtown Worthing. Yeah. Okay, that's Ebony and Petra over there. And so Ebony's going to be playing the role of Georgina's pal. And they were walking around here. They walk over towards the Gilbourne Centre. How are you? Great. Danya, Ebony, Ebony, how are you? Great to see you. How are you? Great. So here we are. We need some pins maybe to elevate the hair up a little bit. Do you have any pins? Perfect. Perfect. So we just need to elevate it into more bunnish stuff like that, and then we'll mimic the walk. That do you? Oh, don't worry about it. It will be messy. So don't worry about it. It's, me- it's going to be messy. It needs to be messy. Hang on. Needs to be messy. So it's all. Yeah. If you use souls, I've got another. Oh, I've got a long one here. If you need it. So basically, we need to do it from behind, shooting them walking in. Okay. The whole journey. Yeah, so yeah, some so basically, I think we should just track behind them, right from from a decent uh, angle, and then we'll get the sideways angle over here as they walk together. Now you're slightly half a step in oh front, always, right? Okay, yeah. okay. How does it feel to be playing the role of 
Georgina right now. That's a very, that's a very good likeness, isn't it, Patrick? Isn't it just right? So the, let, let me bring you through the movement we're going to be doing. Right? Okay, you're the side. Yeah. Okay. Side. Now the pink is the one which is like that's the one which is like that's. That's yes. the side, yeah. right? Okay. So you're going to be slightly a foot ahead. So the the walk will be you're slightly. That's the that's the pace you're going to be past. And you're going to be coming from around there, pretty much middle of here. I'm Ebony Brown, and my uh, my mum works closely with Andrea. You know. Um, kind of campaigning to find Georgina. There goes the bus, thank goodness. If you could resolve the mystery of who you're playing, mm. then we might get to an answer to find out where she is. Yeah, where she is or what's happened or if that person knows anything, anything at all. They might not come forward because they don't want to be involved, but even then, I think it's important for them to come forward and say, this is what I know. It's unusual, the fact she hasn't come forward. It's quite strange. Yeah, usually, I mean, in most cases that I've seen, uh, usually, if you haven't got anything to do with it or or any knowledge about what has happened, you, uh, you would come forward and just kind of, you know, clear your mm. name. And I find it strange that no one who recognises this this girl, even though the footage is quite blurry, has hasn't come forward and said, "Oh yes, that's my friend. I can I can vouch for her." You know. How hopeful are you that this might trigger a memory or even encourage someone who knows something to finally come forward? Well, I think we've got the recreation as accurate as we can. Um, so I'm personally very very hopeful that someone out there. No, it, it's not a case of oh, no one knows nothing about it. Someone knows something, and I think this is a really good step forward to finding out. You were there when you saw Andrea, Georgina's mom, meet Donya. Yes. Uh, and describe that. I mean, she was overwhelmed with emotion, and, you know, rightfully so. Um, but I could, even though, you know, it's a, it's a stressful time for her especially, as everyone else, she... I, I think she is hopeful, uh, but she doesn't want to, um, you know, you, as a parent, you always kind of fear the worst. But I, I think it's good for her to see, you know, how hard the community is trying, basically. And it was striking, the similarity, and you could see the tears and upset unfolding there. And she doesn't really display her emotions all the time, Andrea. And there they were yeah. for all to see in front of us. Yeah, she's very, very strong. You know, she has a lot going on, but besides this and and so it is a rare moment to see her when she does have those moments where her emotions kind of seep out of her. Donya, how did you feel meeting Andrea? It was really overwhelming but then I felt like I was giving her something to help so I feel proud for doing this and really honoured. And are you surprised by how closely you look like no. Georgina? It's so strange, like, I never thought I'd look like someone in this world, so it's a bit of a shock. It's like your doppelganger, like a twin. Yeah. You've been filming and we're halfway through. You yeah. saw pictures of Georgina missing posters on the walls and, and on the, you know, sides of the street. Yeah. How did, how did you feel about that? It just felt like this is actually something really important that we need to find out more information and it's just upsetting to see that nothing's changed, nothing has improved and we need to get to the bottom of this. And you, but you seem quite nearly tearful at one stage there because, you know, I saw, how did you, saw Andrea was very upset, wasn't she? 
Yeah, so when I seen her crying, I tried to keep my tears away so I could just show that I'm strong, and, but it's really emotional. As we reach the end of what has been an extremely emotional day for everyone, but especially Andrea, it seems that the incredible resemblance that Donya bears to Georgina has unlocked something within Andrea that I haven't seen before. And as we step off the train in Brighton to continue our filming, it becomes all too much for Andrea again. I do think that something, for the very first time, meeting Georgina's double, the actress for the reconstruction, has triggered something in you. It seems a grieving process which you've kept on hold. That's all right, okay. Now, just, you know, you're in, that's, yeah. So, Donya, give, you're giving a, a hug at this stage is, is a good thing. So uh, you are rarely ever caught for tears. You've been too strong for too long, but that's all right. You need to know that Donya is a complete stranger to you. She's supporting you, and we're supporting you here, okay? Yeah. And we're do this is tough, but we're here because we want to find Georgina, okay? Yeah. And we still have hope. Yeah. And as long as we're working, you know that, okay? Yeah, that's the least we can do, you know. And you would do the same for anybody in that situation. And for you, I mean, it must seem you lost your dad recently. Yeah, and I understand the pain that she's going through. It's really tough, but we have to be strong and fight for this. And it's just hard to imagine what that must mean. But that's the, in all the time she's been so strong. I've never seen her speechless. I've never seen she's having tears today just rolling down her face. With the filming complete, we take some time out for Andrea and Donya to sit together and talk about the past couple of days as they look through the old photographs of Georgina. It's a strange feeling being in the same room with Andrea and Donya, who's still dressed in the identical clothing that Georgina was wearing on the day she disappeared. And she's so believable, it almost feels as if Georgina's in the room with us. So what was Georgina like as a person? Um, Georgina was... Very chatty, very a happy, you would call her a happy person, uh, very talkative, um, spontaneous, um, personable. Um, she was a little bit addictive to things she got interested in. Like if she found something she, like, she once got interested in meditation and that was it for sort of six weeks. Um, cooking, she was, she was a really good cook. She liked cooking. Um, so she was constantly looking up recipes and things. And um, Georgina was, um, she would always keep in contact with me, um, send me silly messages in the middle of the night usually. <laughs> and pictures and cooking recipes and, and and Georgina was a planner she would plan and make lists would often be lists all over the house with things she was going to buy that sort of thing if she'd gone for a job interview there would be a, a, all the steps of what she was going to do get dressed do this it was all time she was very organized organized yeah she was quite an sort of an excitable girl she would get excited over things um, yeah, at the same time, even though she was confident, she did suffer from sort of anxiety as well, like social anxiety as well. So there's sort of two sides to her really as well. So how did you feel meeting me yesterday? Um, initially, when I first saw you, 
I wasn't it, I didn't um, I wasn't shocked or anything and it wasn't till just when you did the first um, sort of shot going down and coming back and I saw you from the side um, and then it sort of hit me and, and I sort of thought it really does look like Regina and I saw the fur and the, the side of her face and then it sort of it just all come back to me and I sort of imagined her then that's where she was walking and um, and then, yeah, it's just, it felt it was really emotional for me. Um, I haven't really been, I do have moments where I'm run by myself, um, but generally I do keep myself quite together. But it doesn't mean to say I'm not upset. But yesterday it, 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 it did, I, it sort of hit me. And seeing you, um, it, it really did look like Regina. Yes, it wasn't as emotional as yesterday. I think yesterday um, it was more perhaps um, sometimes when I've glanced at her where we've been sitting somewhere, like when we were in the cafe yesterday and I looked a few times to see and and to sort of compare, compare your features. Um, and I, you know, all the time was, I was thinking, was really is a lot, in, you really have a lot in common with Georgina. Um, sort of like your hairline is quite and she's got quite a low forehead like you have um, your skin like your complexion type uh, and then I had to keep looking because every time I looked and sort of when you did had certain movements when we did the shots down by Tesco's and you were walking across the road that was very real to me it was almost like you know um, so I could in, I could see if, if, if anybody else noticed you how they would could would think it might be Georgina because my me, me myself when we were driving past and you were crossing and and oh, I thought you it looked very realistic how did you feel um, playing Georgina so playing Georgina was very different to what I would normally do and meeting the mother it's even more emotional to see how you're feeling and empathize how you're feeling right now because when I lost my dad it's it's that pain where you can't replace it and nothing will until you find out I really do look up to you for how strong you are being right now and it's really hard but you have to fight for this and I'm really proud of you for doing this we will keep fighting we're not going to give up yeah because we need we need to find answers for Georgina as well um, for her sons and for us um, so we're not going to give up um, but we thank you as well for helping us to enable us to, to do this um, in a very realistic way because of, um, that you look so much like her Georgina's painting that um, they have done for the Unmissable exhibition is, um, is very striking and was, with you there's a lot of resemblance as well that Somebody could almost mistake it for you, I think. Um, the really similar features. Yeah, similar features, especially on just on that slightly <laughs> tilted to the side yeah. um, look. Donya, how did you feel about it when you uh, saw the painting? It was kind of overwhelming, knowing how similar I looked, and it. If you didn't know me, that could probably be guessed as me. Mm. And it's just it's just unbelievable, <laughs> really upsetting, to be honest. 
when you looked at Regina's photos, do do you see yourself? Do you see yourself? Yeah. Do you think, oh, oh, I do actually look like this girl? Yeah, it's yeah. actually unbelievable. I just can't believe it. Mm. I really can't. I still, it's not. I can't. Yeah, I just it's all too much. <laughs> really emotional. Was she a naughty kid? She was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was quite naughty. Um, I can remember going to my sister's once. She lived in Hove and we'd come over for a holiday. And I can remember saying, where's Regina? And when my sister went into the kitchen and she was sitting in front of the fridge and she got all the yogurts out and she was just <laughs> tipping them all out on the floor. Yogurts. Oh. <laughs> Did you spoil her sometimes? Yeah. Yeah. Georgina was quite cheap, one of those cheeky looking sort of children, and she would attract, they, people were tr- sort of attracted to her, and she would always sort of get people talking to her or, you know, trying to give her things um, because she sort of had that cheeky air about her. <laughs> uh, oh, that was in Libya. Yeah. Did you go to Libya often? Oh, I lived there for 21 years. Wow. This one I like, I love this with Georgina. It was, we took it off um, of a, some picture that somebody had put online so we couldn't get that off it. But I took a shot of it. But I like it because she looks really happy and just free, just, you know, feeding them, playing with the pigeons. Does she like birds? She, she, was, she loved animals. That's um, so. This one there, she has the the, boot, the boots on that that, that you're wearing. Yeah, um, it looks very very similar. So we similar. tried to get them very similar. <sighs> um, the black jeans, and I still have this coat as well. But that wasn't the one. Obviously, that the one that you've got on is the one that she was wearing the day. Yeah. But, um, yeah, she looks. She's really happy here. You can tell she loves animals. Yeah, I like this picture. It's like a happy Georgina, um, and with her with the mess the messy bun as well. As always, yeah. We have to do all we can to find answers, find Georgina, and find out what happened. Yeah, that's just doing our best all the time. If you have any information regarding the Georgina Garsala case, no matter how insignificant you may think it is, please contact Sussex Police on 101 or in confidence via Crime Stoppers, who are offering a £10,000 reward. Murdered Missing Unsolved is presented by me, Donald McIntyre, and produced by Inherent Productions and Steve Langridge. Music is by Alex Sane and additional audio production by John Franklin Audio. Coming up next, desperate measures. It's going to be a bit odd, maybe a bit awkward, maybe a bit scary, but I do think he could make a difference. I reach out to an old underworld nemesis turned friend. Until there's a body being found, you can't say she's dead, can you? She's still alive, as far as we know. And a dark hope and rallying cry. I don't think you should give up best the police either. You should understand that. You should be getting the finger out the horses and pushing it forward every day. Sussex Police were asked to participate and comment on the issues raised in this podcast, but refused.